Okay, you ready to hear my voice totally change? Yes, totally. Fun. My 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 I do my I do my intros and stuff like 40 times. So I don't. <laughs> I, don't. I like can only do it <laughs> once and I'm like, this is it, this is all you get. Like, sorry, friends. Like I stutter through my commercials and my ads, and like my kid is sitting behind me half the time, and all he does is watch YouTube and he's like, Good job, mom. That one sounded great. <laughs> and he's like not even being an asshole. I'm like, you're making fun of me. So I just am like done. This is what yeah. you get from me, people. Find it endearing, please. Right. I'm ready for your voice change. Okay, ready? I'm Kelsey, your head pilot. You're listening to Pilot Lights, the podcast where a gal and her pals celebrate their love of weed, snacks, and TV. My flight attendant today is the incredible Alex Steed. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited. I am so excited to have you. For those of you who don't know Alex, I'm going to let him give you the sort of like the rundown of all the billions of things he does. But Alex is one of the co-founders of Knack Factory, and Knack Factory was our very first sponsor and helped get us off the ground. So we love y'all. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Now my cat. When you were like, I've got a weed podcast, I was like, I'm in. <laughs> I was so excited. I was like, <laughs> this people aren't going to take this seriously. And then when you guys were like, we're in, and I had one other sponsor be like, I'm in, I was like, well, I've got three months. Yeah, yeah. Three months to figure it out. So, and I did. So, really fun. So tell me about all the things you do, because you have like a billion projects at all times. So, Knack Factory is a video content and production company based in Portland, but we have an office in Nashville, because I live in Nashville now. uh, although I'm recording from Maine during the during the plague, and uh, uh, Nack Factory is a, a, a company we make we make video for people to promote whatever they're doing, and, and often we do that. And then for fun, we make like narrative, like small documentaries that we enjoy. <laughs> um, so that's that's that thing. And yep. then the other thing is uh, Nashville Demystified, which is my podcast, which is about the history of Nashville. That is so rad. I love that you just like went there and were like, I don't know anything. I'm going to do a podcast yeah. about this place. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as you know, like podcasting, when you like actually do it with interest, which you, clearly your interest in the subject and what you're doing when you like are, are interested in it, it like, but it like earns you an opportunity to learn a bunch of new stuff. And like yeah. people really like people who want to learn about them. You know what I mean? Yes. And so I kind of did it so I didn't become hold up in my house all the time which is which is ironic in this in this time and context but (laughs) I was moving to a new place and I was like this will get me out of the house but it's really been like my key to to making Nashville my home so it's been great I love that that's so much fun and you know me I love a good podcast so (laughs) very important to be listening to other people talking all the time all the time (laughs) because otherwise I will just talk all the time We are remote recording. It is the time of COVID-19 and everyone is staying home and staying safe as much as possible, whatever that looks like for you. For me, it means staying home as much as possible. I went grocery (laughs) shopping yesterday and it was awful. I went grocery shopping yesterday. I tried to go to the Portland co-op like a responsible person, but I was with my wife and they were like, you can't come in as a couple because they're so limited spots and I totally get it. Right. But it didn't stop me from immediately being a libertarian. I'm not really, but I was immediately <laughs> like, bro, you guys will never come here again. I will go again. Yes, but I had absolutely. a feeling. 
So, so I had to walk down to the Jeff Bezos uh, store down uh, at Whole Foods, and uh, yeah. we were we were we had to wait outside because we had to wait for yep. the right amount of people, like it's the olden days. Um, yep. And and there was a <laughs> there was a, everyone sitting somberly in line in the way that they're supposed to or whatever. And then there's a lady just doing yoga, like in in line and like putting her feet up on like posts and stuff and like that touching. Is the most Whole Foods thing I've ever fucking heard <laughs> I mean, in my life. Like already lady doing yoga in line is the most Whole Foods thing. But then lady doing yoga in line during quarantine is just like put it over the top. Yeah. So I'm in Westbrook and I go to my Hannaford yesterday and I'm like, cool, I'll go while it's pouring because like nobody else will go then right wrong absolutely wrong so I wait outside there are markers on the ground showing folks what six feet is they are blatantly standing like in the middle of them and I'm just like oh my god and you know me I turn into Leslie Nope so fast that I'm just like there are rules for a fucking reason people and I'm in my like home my roommate made a bunch of masks which is amazing so I've got like my watermelon print mask on and <laughs> and I'm in Hannaford and it's all the older folks who are just like refusing to go the right direction right and I yeah. am like full-on having a panic attack about it <laughs> and I just looked at one dude and I go there's a line on the floor to tell you which way to go and he literally goes I don't care and that's when I was like I'm done so I ended up spending $300. Yeah. I just put things that I usually buy in the cart, like everything I usually buy in the cart. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Having a 14-year-old who is like 5'10 during a pandemic when you're trying to grocery shop less is an interesting experience. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my God. It's yeah. not... This is a whole, this is certainly, if we survive this long term, I, I look forward to looking back on it. <laughs> I mean, yes. And you sort of have always done a really good job of putting, you and I are about the same age. We graduated high school the same year. I didn't live in Maine, but I moved to Maine shortly thereafter. And you wrote locally for a long time about sort of like the millennial Maine experience. And right. you've already always done sort of a good job of like vocalizing what it's like to be like the old millennial anyway. <laughs> and so like the old millennial who can't afford life in a pandemic, you know, like with kids, we're just like, I'm just like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do anymore. No, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know. We're going to be, we're going to be just screwed up for the rest of our lives. I know. I know. It's amazing. And like my kid is like, you know, so screwed up because of me. He's just like, you know, I'm like, there's no hope in anything. And he's like such a tiny nihilist. Yeah. Well, this, this is just, this is uh, food. Fodder for that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. He's like, we already have so many jokes about the end of the world in our house. I'm like, how we're going to survive the apocalypse we think by june we will even if we can't record together we will at least be able to be back on our regular regular which is exciting <laughs> yeah that's that's fantastic news did this was like this did this whole circumstance sort of shake up that dynamic or is that is yeah, it, yeah yeah like really hard kate 
Squib, who you know is lovely, but like technology challenged and yeah. just, it is not her skill set. And so when I was like, guess what I need you to do? She was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So like, usually we record in my bedroom. Um, we had Joe Riccio join us for our first episode of the season this year, like literally in my bedroom. Excellent. Uh, yeah, it used to be in my beds, like when we yep. first started. So at least now we have like chairs and a setup. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but now I'm downstairs in my dining room because our Mac died. And so I'm using my work computer. So it's a whole thing. <laughs> it totally changed our setup. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I had like just invested in like new mics for us to record in person together and like a zoom recorder so that we didn't have to like necessarily be tied to my bedroom right. and yeah and then like literally the next week it was like no just kidding we're gonna start recording remotely yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so yeah of course yeah uh, before we do take off and watch our TV show that you've chosen for me today, we do need to complete our pre-flight checklist. Mm. A couple of quick things. We've updated our website recently, so head over to pilotlights.com. Check out our pages for sponsors, monthly giveaways, and merch. I have a pre-order for a super fun shirt. We're calling it the Gal Pals shirt. It's a great illustration done by a local artist of Kate and I, smoking joints and eating snacks and watching TV, and it's like Lisa Frank got stoned. It's amazing. <laughs> and then uh, we also have a link to our Patreon there, or you can head over to patreon.com forward slash pilot lights. I updated our support tiers recently. So please go check that out. We've got some awesome benefits like discounts on merch, the option to choose what we watch and like a bunch of entries into our monthly giveaway. And we mm. do our monthly giveaway with stuff from our sponsors. Like I get so much stuff. It's crazy. And so I hand that along to our listeners, especially folks who leave us a review on Apple iTunes, because you know how important that is. Because <laughs> yeah. if people don't do that, no one else sees your podcast. Yeah, it's really, it is remarkably important, like how much that changes things. So It yes. really does. Leave reviews. Yes. So if you like a thing, it costs no money. It costs about a minute and a half of your time. Does not even matter what you say, just that it happened. So mm -hmm. just say I'm following instructions or something like that, but go do yeah. that and be entered in our giveaway. And sometime I will announce who our winners are I'm really bad at that. And so I should probably just go post it on the website at some point, but we'll get there. It's going to happen. Uh, it's like the one thing I'm really bad at. I hate putting them together. I hate figuring it out every month and I'm like, Oh, giveaways. And then I'm like, yes, but I like giving people things. It <laughs> 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 makes no sense. <laughs> So, Alex, we're going to talk about weed now. Yes. Are you consuming weed in this time of crisis? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is there I said, a I said, like, our, our company got, our, so my company was on, everyone was laid off, essentially. Yep. And then we got, what, fortunately, we got one of those payroll loans, um, yes. and we were able to bring everyone back, and we were, catching everyone up to let people know, you know, sort of catching everyone up to let people know like how we're doing or whatever. And yeah. I was like, I've, you know, I've basically been half high this whole time. And, uh, and uh, <laughs> my employees was like, well, that is not different. 
Right. How is that different? But it's not different from from before. And I was like, yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I know. Like my business is to be high, all right? It's fine. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> is there anyone since you've been back in Maine that oh my God. <laughs> that just hit really hard. Is there anyone since you've been back in Maine that you're like really into or like you want to chat about? No, I don't. Um, there's no one in particular in Maine. I mean, I still, I'm, I'm old fashioned and get it still from the guy who was a, a, a dishwasher at the place I worked at the mall. You know? I love that. I love that. Also, we worked at the mall at the same time. Where, where, where did you work? I was on the border for oh, a really yeah, awesome. long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The best. The, the best. best. Actually, Riccio and I went into On the Border um, not long ago. I, I mean, it was it was not not long. It was within recent memory. Yes. And we just walked in because we were at. The, I can't even remember why we were at the mall, but he was like, "We got to make a stop." And we went to On the Border. And he just ordered the two of us four shots of tequila. Oh. And then, we the shots and then went to the mall. Oh God, that sounds terrible. Uh, anyway, yeah, so very familiar with On the Border. Yeah, um, I... I mean, I, worked at GameStop and, like, oh, yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Very familiar with all of these fine establishments. I worked at, at 13 different establishments in the mall. That's my claim to fame. Um, I, I worked at... Borders was my first job when I moved to Maine. Right when on. I was 19, so... Right on. Yeah. Yeah. It's I just, worked at Old a, Navy. It's its own ecosystem. Oh, that's so weird. It was such yeah. a weird time. Some people, some of the people who were there then, I, I'll walk through, and some of the people who were there then are still working, wow. which is remarkable to me. The last time I just accidentally started the Hulu. Um, when the last time I worked in the mall was 2004, so wow. six, 16 years ago, and I'll and I'll sometimes go in to get whatever, and then I'll still see people who work at like the jewelry store. Wow. And had beforehand worked like 10 years. Anyway, right. this is a funny conversation. We, this, this started about weed. Well, yeah, uh, <laughs> like you do. I mean, well, I, it is Saturday when we're recording. And so I have turned it into Shatterday. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I am smoking. Where did the package go? I have it in front of me 30 seconds ago. It is a Pineapple Express live resin from Vacation Land Genetics, and they process their stuff under the name Wookie Labs. So they do mm. not shy away from what kind of stoners they are, but they grow incredible weed. And this has mm. been really good, too. And earlier, we talked about it on the last episode, but they have some sour gummies, too, that were really good. So before I took my little foray out into the world with, like, dogs to get soil from the hardware store and snacks... From right. the food truck, I had one of those. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the world is scary now. Very, very, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's that. I would say, you know, consumption has gone up a bit. Uh, yes. Uh, just for, for yes. you know, and it's a little, it's a little tricky. And I know that there, there's obviously, there's obviously strains and strains for and approaches to everything. But I'm, I'm a, I'm a person who is still has anxiety triggered pretty easily. So I yep. have to be careful <laughs> yes i understand that i i love sativas because i am fully a functioning like stoner version of leslie no so yeah. i love to get shit done but but 
I've like sort of switched that a little bit since I can't leave the house as much. Right. Because um, <laughs> I am just like, if I get too much shit done, A, my family is going to kill me and B, like, I just like keep taking water glasses out of people's hands at this point to be right. like, I just need to run the dishwasher, guys. Yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, yeah I've, I've switched a little. But this is like an old school strain that I know I love. It's Pineapple Express. Like, it's good. It's one of my favorites. So, and awesome. these shatters are really nice because it means I can stick them into dab pen and just like walk out the door and bring it to my car or like yeah. wherever I need to go without it totally smelling like weed all the time. Yeah. Um, and then I did have a snack sponsor today. Have you been mm. eating any super like fun, weird quarantine snacks? Well, that yeah. So that's no like as as far as what I'm eating. I was in a I was quoted in a in the Press <laughs> Herald article recently yeah. <laughs> for my for my poor eating habits. Like, oh for, no. I've actually I've, I've changed I would say a little bit. Uh, um, but before you know, it's like you said, it's like when when time seems like it's not it, it doesn't matter um it be, can become easy to like fall out of routine and then yes. not just fall out of routine but like justify doing anything yes and um i was eating real garbage uh for the first month and a half and yeah. then i would and then i'd say recently i've you know tried like hell to prioritize eating these vegetables every meal <laughs> Yeah, I'm not very good at vegetables yeah. <laughs> because I'm bad at being a grown-up, but <laughs> uh, we're getting better. At least this is the kind of year where I can, like, have, like, eating a salad in the middle of winter isn't, like, what I want in my life. Okay. Eating a salad in the middle of summer is what I always want, and so so I just, like, make up for it, and so this is the time of year where I sort of switch, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we so like my house needs a lot of salad. What's that? Who is your snack sponsor? So my snack sponsor today was the Mother Trucker. Um, oh, cool. They're online. You can like call and place a pre-order if you want, and sort of find out where they're gonna be at www.themotha.mutha.trucka.trucka.com. So it's like really unique grilled sandwiches with like really good sauces and sides. And I got, I pulled up their menu so I could remember what it was. Their Lola, it's mm. roasted turkey, cheddar cheese, house-made bacon jam, pickles, and barbecue chips. And normally barbecue aioli, but I don't, I can't fuck with mayo. So mm. <laughs> I asked her to leave that off. Yes. And then I got a big ass pickle on the side and it was so good. <laughs> <laughs> I love sandwiches. That's the one thing. I just I, my wife was coming back from she was walking up from the store uh, and she uh, and I was just like, "Can you please get bread? Like I need, <laughs> I need a sandwich." Secret. <laughs> I my stress thing is bread baking. Like regardless mm -hmm. of quarantine, I used to be a bread baker, and so we've gone through a lot of flour. Let's just put yeah. it that way. Thankfully, yeah. there's a little restaurant down the street from me that is selling flour and yeast and stuff like that. So I can still get my hands on it. Excellent. I, I just like love the way that so many Southern Maine restaurants have adapted to this changing environment. Like so many of them have been creative about takeout menus and like ways they can help the community as far as flour and yeast and stuff like that. Right. Right, right. No, I think it's, you know, I think, I think the ways we adapt, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out longer term. 
Yes. Yes. How much of it sticks? Because I feel like it, you know, it'll probably these a lot of these changes won't be temporary. Like some of them will. will I, yeah, I agree. And like will sort of deeply embed themselves into our culture and and yeah. and then you get have fun things to write about, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, that was a really good snack. I ate that right before we started. The pickles in it were so good, and that Very bacon nice. jam was delish. I'm gonna leave the other half for my roommate because I am trying to not eat all of the snacks all of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I even went to the dollar store to get more pots for my plants today and didn't buy any gummy bears. So that is like a dull. Uh, yeah, not buying gummy bears is a is a feat. Like that's the primary thing I have to have to fight. Gummy bears and a. a uh snyder's uh pretzel bits like the flavored ones oh yeah yeah it's, it's if i can get out of a place without uh, <laughs> something good has happened i know and like again i stressed grocery shop yesterday and like with a 15 year old in the house who never stops eating i'm just like throwing junk food into the cart so i probably <laughs> looked like a crazy person it was fun because <laughs> he goes uh, through all the snacks in a minute yeah, and then i'm yeah. like I'm not grocery shopping again for two weeks, bro. <laughs> Why are you the worst? <laughs> All right. So before we watch the show, I'm going to take a quick break for us, and we're going to hear from our sponsors, and we're going to be right back. Hi, I'm Kelsey, and I am hanging with my pal, Aaron. Yay! And we are here today to tell you about Sensible Maine. You can find them online at S-E-N-S-I-B-L-E-M-A-I-N-E.com. That's SensibleMaine.com. Their mission is to give growers, manufacturers, and consumers the tools to know about their product. They'll test your product at an accredited lab, and they will help you understand the results. Erin, they have... Yeah an amazing QR code for all of their fun, like special sense, sensey labels. And you can I love go, QR codes. I do too, actually. And it's really fun because it means you can scan their codes at any real retailer that, that works with them and get their full test results. And they offer like literally a thousand different tests. It's amazing. Holy crap. And so, what else do they do? So they offer... Okay, so this is a word I can never say correctly, even when I'm not stoned or a little tipsy. Cannabinoid potency and profile testing. They offer tests for pesticides, terpene analysis, tests, and they also will like test your product for yeast and mold and way more. Like there's a bunch of different ones. Ew, mold. Right, I know. I'm going to try growing a plant of my own, and it's going to be magical. And when I'm ready to harvest, I am going to definitely check out sensiblemain.com, S-E-N-S-I-B-L-E-M-A-I-N-E.com. And they are going to test my product and see where I fall on terpenes and mold and yeast and all of the maybe fun things I don't want to consume. And they also have like amazing drop boxes. Like I can just fill a box and then drop it off. Are they, is it like a red box drop off or like? So it's a little bit like that. So they have drop box locations that are currently open during the COVID-19 crisis at Maine Relief. 
Sticky Bud Farms, Supply Co., and like even more places than that, you can check them out online and see where you can drop your bud for testing today. That sounds fantastic. Check them out online, sensiblemain.com. Tell them we sent you. Make sure that you are smoking the best stuff you can put in your body. So, Alex, tell me what yeah. show you picked for me today. I picked Rizzoli and Isles. Um, is, there, and I don't, what's that? is there a reason? <laughs> well, okay, so, so no, this is a show that, like, th- this is a show that, like, kind of feels like it was, it was made as a fake promo for 30 Rock. You know, it's like, it's like <laughs> the kind of, like, show that they would show to advertise that that they have a sh- that, that there is on their on their version of NBC there is a version of like tough talking brassy ladies who are yeah. who are detectives yeah and and I I caught a couple I used to only for the most part I used to only watch network or broadcast TV at the gym and this is yeah. one of the shows I would see half of all the time <laughs> and then and then I was just like why was this show it's like it's a TNT show but it feels very much like a USA like yes. late 90s show um which is a very important like brand of aesthetic for me but the um the so I just knew about it for a long time and was like kind of perplexed. It's about Boston cops too, which is yes. even better. Accents yeah. are terrible. Oh, and then I'm my, sure. and my mom one day, very strangely, we're we're from the North Shore. Uh, uh, we're from Malden, yeah. which is outside of Boston. And she called me and she was like, "You need to read these books that I've been reading. There, it's about <laughs> these cops. There's a TV show about it now called Rizzoli." <laughs> I was like, "Yes." Like, mom, I am very familiar. Yeah. So I, so I don't know. I, and, and, and by the way, it's been, I think the show has been out for, um, a long time. Well, and, so I pulled up the synopsis for us this time. Oh, good. I haven't even described what it is. Right. But I haven't seen the show since then. So I don't know if it's good. So that's fine. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I love it when they're bad. Uh, so yeah. this came out in 2010 and it yeah. is. Rizzoli and Isles, based on the best-selling crime novels, Angie Harmon and Sasha Alexander stars Detective Jane Rizzoli and medical examiner, examiner Maura Isles. Opposites in many ways, Rizzoli is brash and tomboyish. The methodical, impeccably dressed Isles is often icy. Together, they use their brilliant minds to bust Boston's most notorious criminals. <laughs> I feel I feel like the show like I know that this was the show was originally written the 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 book was written by a woman yes but it, it, you can just feel like the pitch of this show was very much by a man who was like was like these are these are the twist is these are cops and they're women yeah right like that like that's the edge of the show that's it right and, and well <laughs> one of them. One of them, she's kind of tough. The other one's pretty hot, though. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and they're both actually hot. All right, they're both gorgeous. One of them is Angie Herman is the tough one, first of all. Like, let's just throw that out there. Like, she was the nice lawyer from SVU for a really long time. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. And she and anyone who's been on SVU, you can kind of only see them in that role. And you're just like, oh, there you are being that person from SVU it's a um um yeah it's it's I'm I'm very excited to see yes this like all right and the first episode is called see one do one teach one uh <laughs> it sure is I'm 
I mean, that's going to be my life motto after <laughs> quarantine, I think. See one, do one. I'm, it's fine. It's fine. I broke up with my boyfriend the day this started. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. It's fine. Uh, probably for the best, really. <laughs> I mean, yes, it is. But, you know, it's, it's been a long couple of months. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Boston detective Jane Rizzoli and medical examiner Maura Isles investigate a murder that mimics the surgeon, a serial killer. Yes. Oh, my God. That is the cheesiest name for a serial killer. The surgeon. The surgeon. Oh, my. It's like that. Oh, what was the serial killer on? uh, I can't actually remember what the name of the show is called because my ex-girlfriend and my kid always told me it was called Criminal Intent, but it's the Matthew Gray Goobler one. Oh, I don't know. Oh, Criminal anyway. Criminal Minds. Criminal Minds. There, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> they would always tell me it was Criminal Intent. They were like, no, you're wrong. It's Criminal Intent. I was like, no, I swear I'm not. And now I cannot remember which one it actually is. <laughs> All right, so it starts on a picture of a married couple and a shaky plate. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, this is definitely serial killer territory. Oh, yeah, it's shaking teacups. You know it's going to be bad. Oh, everyone's duct taped down. Oh, so this is kind of mimicking um, uh, the California guy who has like 25 names. The why am I so bad at this? Not Zodiac, but the other one who uh just got caught with the familial DNA. Oh, 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 I don't the no, he's not the strangler. What is his name? I know who the guy who like Patton Oswald's wife helped yeah. figure out who it was. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Um, because he would put he would put like dishes on folks and if they moved he would hear them. Oh, right, right. And that's, like, where that came from. So that's right. how he's mimicking a serial killer, I guess. By the way, what, we're, what we saw... What's that? By the way, what we just saw was people with dishes on them. Yes, that's it. That's it. Like, that is all the serial killer. Okay, and now we've got Angie Harmon playing basketball. Yeah, she's the, uh, the brassy one, as we can see, because she's already bleeding. Right, and she's wearing a hoodie, so you know she's tough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand the dynamic between her and, and D-list Dane Cook. Oh, it is D-list Dane Cook. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, uh, this is a very the the the, the apartment is very Boston, or the house is very Boston. The house Dane. is very Boston. Who is the woman that just came in? Because I love that actress. I don't. Oh, is that? It looks like. Oh, it's Edie not Edie Falco. Not Edie Falco. Um, oh, it, yeah, well, yeah, that is who we think it is. Who is that? It looks like Edie Falco, but it's not actually Edie Falco. It's a C-list Edie Falco. <laughs> no, no, not Edie Falco. Who's the? What is? Um, who is that? I'm googling her. I do this every episode. I swear I'm not going to end up on IMDb. Is that Melfi from The Sopranos? Yeah. Yeah. That's who that is. Who is not Edie Falco, who is um, Close somebody enough. else. Who is Donnie Donny Dangerously? Uh, Lorraine Bracco. That's it. That's it. Yep. 
Lorraine Bracco. Who happens to have the same exact name as Edie Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is really the same name as Edie <laughs> Falcon. <laughs> she's not. She she's in the movie Hackers. Oh Lorraine yeah. Bracco. Okay, so we see Jane Rizzoli in the opening credits. And then Maura Isles winning her science fairs. And we have Celtic punk playing. I don't know. I don't know if it is the Dropkick Murphys, but it might as well be. I was going to say it's got to be a Dropkick Murphys, right? <laughs> it's playing. <laughs> I mean, they're in Boston, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, do you think that people actually died because St. Patrick's Day got canceled in Boston? <laughs> oh, for sure. Absolutely. I think people actually just like keeled over dead. In the, in the, in the rare, there's been like at least three years maybe that I've lived in Boston as an adult. And the only time I would purposely leave the city was, was St. Patrick's Day. Oh yeah. No way, Jose. Would I ever be there ever? I am a grump who doesn't enjoy fun and so yeah. <laughs> don't like okay. going out. I don't like crowds. I, you know, so, no, that sounds terrible to me. A house in Boston. It looks like a model. It does. It looks like the opening scene of Beetlejuice when you just... Yes, that's exactly, right. that's exactly right. <laughs> Except yes. that that church actually exists in every small town in Maine, the Beetlejuice church. That is exactly right. Yeah, I thought that Beetlejuice took place in Maine for a long when I was a kid. I did, too, like, actually. And, like, like, when I moved to Florida, I told people it did. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. well, in, in ortho, like, refers to L.L. Bean in one of the lines. And so I was like, oh, like, obviously this is me. Right. He says, God save me from L.L. Bean when referring yeah. to the direct, the, the decorations. So. Right. Oh, my Apparently, God. She just got told to take a Midol <laughs> by her superior officer, I do believe. Yeah, that's true. In 2010. Yeah. We're still making was, period jokes on network television. This was no time at all. This was though it was before Occupy Wall Street. Like that's <laughs> Wow. This was after Obama before Occupy Wall Street. That's, that's where really we are in American history. Old. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Like this is before anyone would say the words income inequality on television. <laughs> True. True. Take a might all. That should be, you should somehow have, have that just be the new slogan of the show. Welcome to Pilot Life. Take, Take a might all. <laughs> or if you're at my cheap ass summer camp, you get a Tylenol and a Coke. <laughs> uh, a, a cola. Well, it was like a Girl Scout camp. They ran out of Midol pretty quick every year, and uh, they would just be like, here's a Coke and some Tylenol. Just do it up. That's what we have. So there has definitely been a heinous death uh, yes. in this. And there There's are definitely people duct-taped duct up. Mouth duct-taped, very bloody. Yeah. It looks like they vomited blood out the duct-tape. Out the neck, yeah. Oh, there we go, yeah. Not great. And science lady, uh, Sasha Alexander slash Isles, is just like poking around in there. They're very, they're, they're like very masculine ladies. Right, like, well. 
that's what like, makes them powerful. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're like that's what that's how we can make them believable cops. We'll make them they're very ed they're very edgy. Right. These ladies are all angles. Right. They both have like very sharp sharp jaw lines and like are wearing like terrible blazers and like Oh yeah, that's what I remembered the most about this show. Yeah. This is blazers. Like boxy bad blazers. <laughs> flared out, out slacks. Not the teacups. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, flashback time for Angie Harmon. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, she just got hit with a board and it broke over her head. Is it like a small child's karate class time? <laughs> <laughs> she seems very cavalier about having remembered that that happened. Right. I mean, like, personally, when I have PTSD flashbacks, I am, like, not, like, functional <laughs> yeah, the next true. couple of moments. But it was more informative than functional. Yes. <laughs> they were just like, by the way, this character who you're meeting just now was hit in the head with a board and it broke. Anyway. Oh, this guy. <laughs> back to the scene. <laughs> oh, maybe it's his apprentice. That's what we're getting at. Oh, and everyone who's duct taped got stuck that way because of rigor mortis. <laughs> this, this, this is wild already. Yeah, yeah. You want us to crack him? <laughs> they're like, have you ever been to Boston? And people are like, no. And they're like, just act like you imagine people from Boston. <laughs> it's like whatever think is true that's true i mean it's it's essentially how they cast a stephen king anything yes. set in maine they're like have you ever do heard a maine accent and they're like i've heard someone do one one time do that hard <laughs> do lean just lean into it don't do it well please but sometimes i find those things like falling out of my face one time mm. i was very sleepy and a sweetie asked me like oh can you do this thing tomorrow and i was like yeah and I was like, what just yeah. happened to me? Oh, I slip in very, very hard. Like I, I like if I'm around the right people, it comes out very hard. Like yes. It's just... Yes. It, cool. And depending on which part of Maine I go to as well. Absolutely. <laughs> so visit. I don't understand the dynamic of what is happening at all. Like we have, there's a lot of, there's a lot of tough talk. Yeah. <laughs> between these and these men. Yeah. And basically... They're like figuring out that there's bodily fluids at the scene, and like she's like, I have a copycat on my hands, I think. But there's blood everywhere. Yeah. Now so we're think, at a prison. Right. So I think they're going to the prison to interview the guy who hit her with the board. Um, the, OG, the OG serial killer. Yeah. Like, so oh, this is exactly. This is exactly. Silence of the Lambs. Like this. Yes, this is the plot of Silence. <laughs> <laughs> or like maybe Manhunter a little bit, but yeah, it, it, we're the same. I killer. mean, so far everyone gets to keep all their skin, which is a right. plus. Well, we're not very far into the show. Ooh, right. This, this, it's this guy. That guy is the least intimidating serial killer I have ever seen in my life. He looks like Duff McKagan from Guns N' Roses. <laughs> yes. 
just like the most beautiful serial killer. Actually, I think that's, I think that might be Jackie Earl Haley, which is a lot of fun. I don't know who any of these people are, except for Angie Harmon, because she was on every episode of SVU. <laughs> for, these are all exactly my level of celebrity. Like great. These are people that I'm like, oh, that guy from that thing one time. I mean, that's sort of how I function, but if they only if they've been in a horror movie one time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he wants to see her hands. This is creepy. You're not a lesbian. Stop it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> From what I have been told about this show, that there are some undertones between Rizzoli and Isles that are particularly important to be paid yeah. attention to, but that they Zena undertones, if you will. Never go anywhere. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A la Zena. Yeah, yeah. If anything ever happens to you, I would I would be un, I would be outraged. I love that whole like there was always that thing in Zena when she was just like, well, what's her partner's name in the show? Oh the uh, blonde. Uh yeah. It, she would just go like zero to 60 on being like maternally, like sexually protective of her all the time. And it was really, yeah. like that's how they expressed affection. She's like, she's like, nothing bothers me, but if anything ever happened to you, I will <gasps> kill. I will bulk out. Yeah, loved it. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of the vibe in the show. Yeah, it is. It's just this like tough lady cops and maybe you'd like to see them have sex. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And the none of these people. Also, all these people's eyes are all pupils. I have noticed. They <laughs> are. These people are straight up on hallucinogens the whole time. <laughs> Maybe it's out. just like very bright in there, and we like they they <laughs> just, cleaned it up in post or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so far this is exactly the plot of Silence of the Lambs. It really, it really is. So, right, because he's got, She's being uh, Jodie Foster. Yeah, except not as good and slightly less gay. No. Yeah, for now. <laughs> for now. <laughs> this young kid of color who's her, like, sidekick here. Ew, don't tell that man you dream about him. That's what he wants from you. Ew. It's pretty good. He looks like he was maybe in Drumline. The 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 partner? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if he was. I, I don't, don't know, know either, I but like, oh. he probably should have been. Or or that movie, um, the Step movie. Oh, Step Up. Maybe. Yeah, I think so. About like the traditionally black colleges and their like step teams. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Very, Is that stuff up? Very, I don't know. I'm I had a moment with both of those movies. It's fine, where I watched them, like, a lot. I watched, yeah, I watched a lot of stuff up around the late 2000s for some reason. <laughs> around the time that Rizzoli and Isles was making its way onto television. Onto television, and we were still saying things like, why don't you take a my doll? <laughs> All right. Ooh, it's Boston. Look, you can it's tell hilarious. it's Boston by that shot yeah. of Boston. They love it. This is exactly, this is what they love. This show is half wide shots of Boston. Yep. So like, just a reminder, we are in Boston. That's what I love about Bones, because it is mm. every shot, the TV show Bones, every shot mm. is just a reminder, we're in D.C. Hey, guys, yep. you know we're in D.C.? 
<laughs> it's, a, it's almost like it's a character. DC yes. is a character. All right, we got a bunch of people walking through the woods. Because we found another body. Wait, is that Jerry from Parks and Rec that found this body? Because it looks like it, holding it the dog. Like <laughs> that would make my day. <laughs> Seeing a dog in the woods? Yes, yeah, same. <laughs> Having it be Jerry from Parks and Rec, oh, but also true. dogs. <laughs> There's oh. a dead weight. She doesn't speak in, like, normal people sentences ever, Isles. She only speaks in science talk, and so that's how we know she's smart, right? <laughs> yes, absolutely. She doesn't have many emotions. This woman who they found in the woods is dressed exactly like Poison Ivy. <laughs> she's that's... wearing Poison Ivy's costume, but we're supposed to think that a serial killer killed her. Right. Oh, yes, he did. A serial killer did kill her. We just saw Right, we saw it happen, so obviously it did, but, like, she was dressed like Poison Ivy, which is how I go to the woods. That guy is eating in the autopsy room. Ew. He's eating pizza? No, no, what is that? It's like a pastry. It looks like a... Is it... It's not a Boston cream pie, is it? That would be fantastic. I would throw it. He's eating boiled dinner. Oh, my God. (laughs) Out of a box. With a glove. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and now they're looking at semen, and he's like, ew. Is that semen alive? It's quite fresh. That's what she just said. Clearly. It's moving so hard. Like, that had to have just the, where did they get that just now? Oh, out of that man. Because he's a, okay, got it. Right. Right. Oof. Yeah. I don't know. We're back to the to the not even scary serial killer. I'm no semen expert, but that scene didn't make any sense. No, it didn't at all. It would not. (laughs) They would not have been that happy if they had been found inside that woman. We think he's taking a a pill to kill himself. Oh. Or so he has Hulk powers. Oh, that would be the best. That would be. He's faking being sick. Be careful. Oh, he took a pill to make himself sick so that they would. But he's not. But he is. I don't know. I think he took a pill to to really kill himself. Maybe he ate a cyanide capsule. I think that that is what happened. I think that is what happened. Does that does it actually work that fast? I feel like it. In oh. any movie I've seen, it works real fast. Oh, maybe it does then. The, in any movie I've seen, it's like a, like a 10-second situation. Oh, wow. Oh, she just offered someone some cat food. Okay. It's a chick thing to eat the cat food. It's happening. I think she's eating tuna directly from a can. With, with, with the kind of spoon you sample uh, gelato with. Right. I was going to say, if you, like, went to the ice cream store and you were like, can I try this flavor? That's the spoon that they would give you. So we just learned we just learned through security footage that after that serial killer was brought to the emergency room, he did, as you said, hulked out. <laughs> and then he punched all the doctors and then slashed his hand for some reason. Right, it's a message. Is leaving, I guess? I don't know. It's a message for her. Oh. 
And nobody wants her to stay home because he's after her. Frost is 12. He is not old enough to be a cop. Oh, is, that, is Frost step up? Yeah, Frost is Captain step, step Up. up yeah, I think he really wasn't Step Up. Now I have to Google him, too. Yeah, please find out. Find out which Lee Thompson Young was in, known for A, he was Jet Jackson. That's where I really know him from. Uh, On the Disney Channel. I had a younger sibling. That's our difference. He was also in Friday Night Lights. Uh, I'm not sure if the TV show or the movie. Uh, The movie. He was in the movie version. Um, which is definitely where I've seen him from. Because also obsessed with that movie for way too you're long. You're familiar with this man's oeuvre, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I knew, I knew, I knew him. Essentially, is what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, he was Jet Jackson, and he was in Johnny Tsunami. Okay. <laughs> he's I'll a Disney. He's a Disney kid, essentially. <laughs> Those Disney kids do all right. They really do, except for poor Brittany. Oh, and that kid that died from the Descendants. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cameron Boyce, whose name, by the way, I just know. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, weren't the Paul twins Disney children? I don't think so. I feel like Logan Paul is is Disney's fault somehow. And he's the worst. That's what my 14-year-old tells me. Feels like that could make sense. Yes. Um, Lorraine Bracco is back, and she is wearing a North Face jacket. <laughs> because it's cold in Boston. Duh. Absolutely. And everyone wears a North Face jacket all the time. That is a giant... There's not even any fucking snow on the ground. No, that is... It is not that, February. <laughs> that looks like something I imagine Melania's Trump's, Melania Trump's mom would wear. In Boston in July. In Boston in July. Exactly. <laughs> These ladies are dressed of a very particular time. They really are. Do you see this Argyle cardigan scarf situation? They all have the quality of very, very fast fashion. Oh, yeah. Very flimsy. Oh. <laughs> like, she's like, I'm not staying here with you, Mom. You're just going to yell at me with your shitty Boston accent. This show was on for six years and no one has any chemistry. They really don't. They're just, these people are just reading lines to each other. (laughs) I feel like there's literally no way Angie Herman would be her daughter. Like, Angie Herman and Lorraine Brasco are not cut from the same, like, cloth at all. (laughs) No, they're not. It's very confusing. Oh. Oh. Oh, no wonder we think she's in a very frilly nightdress situation. No, that's not even a nightdress. Who hangs out in their house in that shirt? Oh, by the way, Isles has a pet tortoise. I see that. Named Bass. He's gigantic. (laughs) British strawberries? What's a British strawberry? Oh my god. This show is so bad. <laughs> it's just like, like that that oh wow. Padding her is daughter. This, is this Isle's house? Apparently. 
she's like very shockingly ruffly for a scientist. Is she rich? Apparently. They've never actually been to an apartment in Boston because they don't know that it is the size of my shoe. Yeah, this is this is fabulous. Like this is her guest room. Who has a guest room? <laughs> it's huge too. I know. Ugh. Oh. Oh. She like thinks there might be something going on, but now he's gonna be like, "There's two ladies in this house. They must be boning." Oh my god, her surprise face was so bad. I can't. <laughs> I can't. This is like a student film. Like this has the this has the pacing and production. <laughs> the pacing is really bad. Oh, now they're now they're flat out flirting. Yeah, they're lying in bed together. Yeah, and being like, is this your way of telling me you're attracted to me? Oh, my God. And you know they're very different because one is blonde and one is brunette. Easiest way to establish difference. They could not be alike in any way. (laughs) (laughs) One of them dresses up. The other one gets bloody playing basketball. Oh my gosh. And but the one who dresses up is like the one without the feelings, which is I, I yeah. guess subversive. It's kind of yeah, it's 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 kind of an inversion. Yeah, I mean like should we draw straws? Wait, who are they showing their tits to? I this show makes no sense because I don't care. Oh. <gasps> oh. Oh. Oh, she's like lie back down, back down. and rub her arm. Wow. Now, I've pulled this move on a girl before. <laughs> like right here. Yeah, like you're upset and sad. Let me comfort you. <laughs> I was 17. It was much less creepy, you guys. It's fine. <laughs> this is not even, it's not even vague, like what they're, what they're suggesting here. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, the show is really bad. Oh, it's, it's just not good. <laughs> it's it's like it's a little worse than I remember it, which I think I, is well. I mean, it is a pilot episode, and the pilot yeah. episodes are always really bad to the point totally. that like we point out wigs a lot. Like... They're like made in another universe, kind of. It feels like they're like they're like the same show, just made in a slightly different dimension. Right. It's like yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty bad. <laughs> Hey there, this is Kelsey from Pilot Lights. I'm here today to tell you about Scentsybox. If you've listened to this podcast before, you probably have heard all about Scentsybox. You can find them online at scentsy-box.com. That's S-E-N-S-I-B-O-X.com. For those of you who don't know, Scentsybox is a stoner's lifestyle box. Every single month, they send you a super discreet little box in the mail it's amazing you go onto their website you pick the box that you want you can do their regular which is 35 dollars a month and gives you seven plus items a month or you can do their light box which is 20 dollars a month and gives you five items a month and then you pick your frequency you can get it one time you can get it for three months you can get it for six months 
you can get it for a whole damn year. But it's awesome. And so then it magically appears in your mailbox somewhere right around the middle of the month and you get to unwrap the fun. And it is one of my favorite things that happens all month long is when that box shows up on my doorstep. They also make incredible handmade pieces. In April, their theme is going to be the Art of the Smoke Otter Bowl. How cute is that? You're going to get a little bowl shaped like an otter and probably a billion otter themed things. And that's adorable. And then in May, they are doing their History of the Smoke series bringing the pipes of the ancient past to the future, and you're going to get a cute little hand bowl. And then finally in June, you are going to get a koi fish pipe, and it is beautiful. I've seen pictures of this on Instagram. Please go check it out. I love this pipe so much. So again, that's sensibox.com, S-E-N-S-I-B-O-X.com. Make sure you use the code PILOTLIGHTS, P-I-L-O-T-L-I-T-E-S, all one word at checkout to get 10% off your first order. Again, Sensibox, S-E-N-S-I-B-O-X.com and use code PILOTLIGHTS at checkout to get 10% off your first order. Get yo box. And we're at the police station. The whole Boston Police Department is in this one building. The whole one. Here she is. She's got coffee. Like, you know cops to do. She has coffee. Right. She's got to have all the coffee. Who's she bringing she's it to? She's having sass in the rack. Oh, she's bringing coffee to the older guy who's been in every TV show ever of all time. But Who his, is that guy? His name's Bruce McGill. Oh. Um, oh, so I'm is he in it? I think. Oh, he's on that TV show Shades of Blue. I don't know what that oh, is. Oh, yeah. Um, but he's been like a bit part in literally everything you've ever watched ever on TV since the beginning of time. <laughs> like, as a cop, usually? Or is he? I mean, often I'm sure he doesn't cop. say. Often a cop, yeah. but, like, sometimes just, like, random. He's in my favorite terrible movie of all time. It will make me cry 100% of the time. Elizabethtown. Oh, very familiar. Saw it in the third year. As, oh, so did I. Alex, we're <laughs> the same age person. That's fine. Very much. <laughs> Definitely saw that in the third year. Yeah, he's Uncle Bill Banyan in um, Elizabethtown. Okay, cool. There yep. we are. Yep. <laughs> only you and I would understand that because there we were the only two people who saw it in the theater. <laughs> there were not many people who saw that movie. <laughs> but the soundtrack is so good. <laughs> oh, it is. Is she taking Midol? No, she's just putting uh, Dreamer in her coffee. <laughs> He's like, I'm sorry, you're being stalked. And she's like, yeah, me too. <laughs> That's exactly. This is not nuanced. Also... I don't know if it's the lighting or the self-tanner, but she is an interesting shade of oh, yeah. orange. Yeah, oh. like, and it, like, fluctuates. It's one of the funny, I mean, I'm sure you've noticed this after watching all these shows, but, like, these shows that they did the makeup for not considering eventual high definition, and then and then high definition, like, reads oh. the colors differently. So, you yeah. often have these people with, like, a strip of yellow across there. Right, you know, or, the, like, the white foundation that suddenly right. you can, like, see. Right. We exactly. just watched uh, Clarissa Explains It All, 
mm. recently, and her makeup in the first episode does exactly that for high definition yeah. because they were like clearly trying to help the poor girl out with some acne issues. <laughs> yeah, she was probably caked on. Oh, my rough. other favorite, my other favorite dynamic, especially from like shows from that era, is when, and you don't get that so much with these kinds of shows because these shows they're like they're pretty they're they're based out in the field of wherever they are yeah. but like i loved on let's say like like a uh, full house or something like that yeah. when they would one one episode a season they do something location based yeah and like often it was to like promote a municipality or something like usually it was like to like go to hawaii and they'd have like right. a hawaii episode or whatever and i'd only just recently realized like those episodes gave me such a weird feeling that I could never really identify. And I only <laughs> recently realized that it's because they shot them with different cameras. And oh. like they shot them with different cameras because it wasn't in mounted studio cameras. Right. And they used different audio capture. So it just fundamentally feels like a different even though it's like all the same players. It feels right, like a right, different, right. Yeah, and just I just realized like, that it's like just because they had like a weird setup. You know, they weren't, like, Full House wasn't built around shooting Hawaii-based episodes. Right, exactly. And that, you're right, like, when they would do the weird Brady Bunch episodes, like, in the bus. Uh, totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd be like, what the fuck is happening? Why? Stop. <laughs> they just revisited the place where they found um, um, Poison Ivy's body but, out in the woods. Oh, she's still there. No, it's a new Poison Ivy. Oh, okay. She's yeah, she's a new Poison Ivy, and we're going to watch the body. Um, so, because essentially, like, they think that... Yeah. They think that the serial killer comes back to visit. Cause... Yeah, that's what they do. Because, right, when you're a creep, you are really into Poison Ivy, I guess. That's what they do. But apparently, <laughs> like, Bundy went and, like, visited his bodies. It's like a weather. Thing and it's weird yeah it is a weird thing don't love it i've always been like obsessed with true crime and serial killers and i don't know if it's because i've been obsessed with stephen king since i was eight but mm. <laughs> they just like go hand in hand yeah that could that would make a lot of sense <laughs> uh, what is it like do we know if they have known each other for longer than this episode like is I this them meeting or I mean, to me, based on the bed scene, it feels yeah. like they've known each other longer than this episode. And that, right. like, she went over there because she can't go home, but she right. doesn't want to hang with her mom. Right. So she'll lay in her partner, I think. No, it's not her partner. Right. No, but it's she's like the that. girl from work. Right. Like, the girl. Miles. Right. <laughs> right. What smell? Ew. Oh, it's a tiny puppy. And I'm like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really cute. Oh, my God. That's the, way, that's the way that people typically respond to adorable animals. <laughs> Especially it's me, who, gross. like, I can't even drive down Congress Street without almost wrecking my car because there's always a dog. <laughs> on the hill it's wild oh yeah when i went up to ac grocery yesterday i was like dogs everywhere <laughs> <laughs> he named the dog joe friday 
he found it. He found this adorable dog on the side of the road and didn't bring it to a shelter, just named it Joe Friday and kept it. Yeah, that is not the process. That is someone's beloved family pet. For listeners at home, you just find a dog, you can't name it and keep it. It's not how it goes. You come up with a process. Like, you just at least first check to make sure you don't have someone's (laughs) beloved family pet. (laughs) And, like, this is one of those, like, fuzzy dogs, and it was very well-groomed, so that means it belongs to a person. Definitely a beloved family pet. (laughs) Okay. What is the... What is the best show that you've watched uh, uh, as part of as part of the series that you had not seen before? Oh, um, I loved Schitt's Creek, obviously, which yeah. I hadn't seen. Um, that's a terrible. That's a terrible pilot. I know, I but I did end up. Right, you know. Yes, Riley did make me like literally sit there and watch the next episode with her, so that she, yeah. she would be. It would be irresponsible to not. Right. She would be assured that I would finish it. Um, uh, God, the best one. Oh, it's the partner guy. Oh, my God. I'm so confused. There's nothing happening. The best show. Um, ooh, I don't they know. Were, by, by the way, they were like they were watching over the body in the woods thinking they were going to see someone. And they right. run towards it. And all that we know is this. The. The guy who owns the dog, who clearly she's going to own now, uh, uh, looks like his neck was slashed in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. We've got an officer down. They're coming. And it's all her fault. And she's going to carry a men's gill and take care of the dog. You're right. Yeah. This is how like, she got no like, Friday. He showed her the dog in the car and she was like, ew. And, uh, and then uh, now she just owns that dog. Mm-hmm. You have to be careful because if you're with someone who decides that they're going to adopt a dog and you're the last person that they see before they get their throat slashed by a serial killer, you have to keep that dog. You just gave me a reason to actually be a serial killer, Alex. Like, I hadn't seriously considered it before now, but if you're telling me this is how I can get really cute dogs as long as I'm the last person to see that person... This is how it works. Then maybe, maybe I will start slashing people's throats for their dogs. Yeah, and I'm like, what did I get for Mother's Day this year? He's like, me. He's like, it's Mother's Day. You're welcome. <laughs> He's like, me. You're welcome. I'm like, oh, great. You're right. She 100% has this dog. Yeah, I see her. She's holding the dog. Yeah. She's talking. Yeah, she hates this dog. She's allergic to it. We've established that as well. And she's like, I have this dog because I was the last person to see it before our, our partner got serial killed. <laughs> right. And you have a tortoise, so, like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, this, I mean, we could have established that this lady is quirky with one of her many quirks outside of giving her a turtle. <laughs> I feel like turtle, it's like, it, you know you know how in Parks and Rec, like, John Ralphio Yes. Raps one too many lines. <laughs> I love it. You have to be on the rhyme. He this that's like giving this lady a turtle. Right. Like that, <laughs> one line beyond the rhyme. Also, they just were able to like give this dog a bath without paying any attention to the dog. And as Absolutely. someone who has recently acquired a small dog, that is not a possibility. Yeah, well, two things about that. One, when it was done, that dog was dry and it was in the sink. <laughs> so it was a bad job. And two, 
they used all that time to just sexual tension at each other. <laughs> it's not even, it's not like the tension between these two is not even like, like Xena subtle. Like it no, is. It is just like on the surface. It's but, sex, all sexual tension with no charisma. Right. Really... I was like, but they also look dead in their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> they are reading lines delivered to imply sexual attention <laughs> oh my god this dog is so someone's pet i'm so concerned about this <laughs> no, it'd be funny if this guy was like oh my dog <laughs> oh you found my dog thank you <laughs> and that's how they resolve that part of the story also, busy lady cop has two perfectly ripe bananas right now. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm concerned. She needs to eat them both right this moment or else it's tomorrow those are going to be garbage. It's over. Yeah, those are going to be garbage and you know she's too busy to make banana bread. They are, you're right, they are perfectly right. One's got two little spots on it. <laughs> they sent some poor prop kid to the grocery store and were like uh, she needs food. What do people eat? Get bananas. Oh <laughs> I remember one time, one time I was in New York and my friend Kyle and I were having coffee and uh, I saw this woman just like with her arms full of, full of food, just like full of food. Yeah. And, uh, and she was so, so, so sad. Like half her food was like sandwiches and prepared stuff and half was like fresh stuff. It was like kind of at a bodega. And she was like, um, and I, I like opened the door for her. And then she just like immediately started crying and she was like, and I was like, is everything okay? And she was like, I work in props. Like it was like we were around the corner from a shoot and she was like, I work in props. No one has, no one has been nice to me in three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I can't imagine a more shit of fun position. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, okay. So maybe the best show that I watched to this is a terrible show and is The Circle. Mm. Um, oh, I don't know what that is. It's a Netflix um like reality show oh, and good. it's literally about social media and like some of them are real and some of them are fake and they all live in these apartments in this building. But every time someone gets kicked out, they like redecorate the apartment and so my whole thing the whole show was like that poor prop kid. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> I can I want to I want to see a whole series about prop people. Oh. Like, oh, that's a reality show I would absolutely watch is right. like absolutely. people trying to figure it out at the last second absolutely this this police station out there and looks like Wolfini's. it does look like Wolfini. It wait didn't did Wolfini's close am i making that uh, up I about Wolfini's, uh, or no brian brew closed i was talking Bolfini. about brian brew but it does okay. look more like Wolfini's actually yeah. <laughs> that, that irish that irish exterior we yes. know that people are from Boston. Oh, with an Irish pub. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I cooked at Rira for a long time. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Back that when you could still like smoke. Another... Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, like, I, that's the only, that's the only place where, like, on repeated occasions have I seen someone just, like, throw up on the floor. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, in the, in the shop bar, the little side <laughs> weird bar. Yeah, people like like shake their arms like something's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> Throw up on the floor. Yeah, I worked there in my very early twenties for a long time as a line cook. Oh man. 
<laughs> I did that at Sebago for a long time. I got fired for being too mean. At Sebago or from from, from uh, Rira? I was the Rira. same level of mean as all the boys, but apparently it was too mean. <laughs> Wait, which Sebago did you cook at? South Portland. I had my wedding rehearsal there. Amazing. Yeah. It's fantastic. Uh, when was sure that? When? Uh, 2006. Oh, okay. I would have I would have passed on from my Sebago time at that point. All right. Like half the bartenders were in like at my wedding. <laughs> really? Well, it's because I was working out on the border, and it was the only place I could go to eat after work, and, like, yeah. yeah, so I became pals with, like, everyone who worked there. It's funny. We danced around each other in Portland for so long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally. That's, like, yeah, I will occasionally, I I've, I, I know people who, like, I've just suddenly realized we've, like, known of each other for 20 years or whatever, but I had no idea. You know, no idea. And it's weird in a, such a small place that that is possible. Yes, it is possible. Okay. So, serial killer knockoff came to Boston to find Hoyt, but now he's just, like, murdering people to let him know he's here? I think yeah, is I guess what so. he just said. He's just got an envelope full of pictures of people with their throats slashed. <laughs> and I thought maybe this guy's MO was just going after people who looked like poison ivy but there was also like a there was like a black guy in that picture who was who's had his throat slash as well and apparently a hobo it looks like one of the members of the dresden dolls i can't oh. tell oh yeah I, it's it's not there's not an there's not a specific kind of person this guy goes after no apparently not and apparently he's cia of course of course he is <laughs> You know she's tough because she's wearing a white tank top and it's clean. Under a blazer. Yep. Right. But mm. like, I couldn't own that for more than 30 seconds and no, I, I spilled coffee over it. Exactly. She's good. Yeah, she's all, she's all vibe. Right. Cross-reference the military records and we'll nail them both. Is he asking her on a date? I don't know. I There's think very he... much a picture of Obama on the wall, and it seems made up. Yeah. Are you hungry for food? <laughs> <laughs> Just get a fucking sandwich like a normal person. Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Ugh. Again, just zero. These two are... Are these two... And no chemistry. No, and uh, and they have six seasons of a show with uh, with their names as the title. Rizzoli and Isles. I can't believe that they that I guess this, I can't. You could have told me that this show was only one season, and it would have seemed very likely. Marissa? Oh my God, no! He got one of my family. What? Someone she knows, Marissa. Oh no! It's Hoyt, and he tased her. And the the person, yeah, they got her. They got her. Who'd they get? Rizzoli. Oh, he's in there. Yeah. Oh, oh, I, how am I so behind? You just said taste I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> wow, okay. You just, I feel like I have, it's like a, it was like an episode of early edition. You were just saying all the things that I watched. <laughs> all right. All right. We officially, she's taped up. She we can die. We officially have eight minutes left. If she has a plate on her, we know she's fucked. 
he this guy has a he suddenly has a good look. He suddenly looks like Jeffrey Dean Morgan 20 years ago being a badass and something. <laughs> oh, I love Jeffrey Dean Morgan. <laughs> I do too. But like that's what he suddenly looks like. It's like Jeffrey Dean Morgan 20 years ago. I'm trying to remember. It, he was something at some point, this guy. Trying to figure out which what he was. I'm going I'm going to the IMDB, I'm not afraid. He also looks a little bit like John Bon Jovi if John Bon Jovi were cool. Oh yeah, absolutely. Is I think what this look is. Oh, and he's got a scalpel on her neck. Eek. If John Bon Jovi had any edge. Right. This guy's Edge Bovi. Right. Edge Bovi. John edge Bon Jovi. <laughs> You know, Edge Bovey. Edge Bovey. That John Bon Jovi cover band where they actually are good at rock. Yes. Oh, it's Michael Massey. Yeah, that's how I know who this guy is. He was in The Crow. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, Gideon. He played, or something like that. He was in the, yeah. He was in Lost Highway. Yeah, this guy is a face. Oh, yeah, he's been in every movie that, like, fundamentally shaped who I am. Yes. She's somehow older than my mom, too. I don't know how that is the case. All right, so she's... He was the guy, he was the guy who shot the gun that killed Brandon Lee. Oh. Oh. So for people who don't know the history of this, in the movie The Crow, mm. Brandon mm -hmm. Lee, uh, the character played by Brandon Lee, was shot with a prop gun, and there was a malfunction with the prop gun in, a, in I think, like a, a fragment of a shell came out and, and shot him and he bled to death. Yes. And so this guy who we're watching Be the serial killer. Technically the man who killed Brandon Lee. So technically he's two kills away from being a serial killer <laughs> in real life. <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> oh, she's got the taser now. Oh, but it won't charge because she used it on him. And he's oh. still twitching. Oh, he died. He's no, he's no longer with us. I'm just going to be a Michael Massey uh, uh, bi a biographer. I love that. He is 5'11 in real life, but in this show, he looks uh, 4'10. Yeah, I was going to say, he doesn't look that big. <laughs> he looks like he's smaller than me, and I'm small. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. She has her hands duct taped and has managed to kill essentially like disarm both of these serial killers in one go which is quite impressive her legs are even still bound it's not good good for you angie Harmon. this is like the end of a dario argento movie <laughs> up, she's got a scalpel uh, uh, uh-oh 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 uh oh, Michael Massey with a prop gun. Everyone watch Everyone out. Everyone watch out. Two more to go, Angie. You're on the list. <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, how would you even be able to, at that point, touch a prop gun? Like, I feel like. Right. He looks rough. He does look rough. Like, he got tased in the face. Oh, you, I mean. She, she just gonna. She just killed, she just killed that. Oh, she shot his hand. Oh. And still. That strikes me as highly illegal. But uh, I was gonna say that is not sanctioned police behavior. I don't look, think. Look at him; he looks horrendous. Yeah, I mean that's how a bad guy should look, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
the time. <laughs> That's how you know if they just come at you with their bloody palms. That's how you yeah, know it's a bad yeah. guy. <laughs> and then she killed the other kid who was like his apprentice. This guy looks like if Luke Perry and Uncle Jesse were merged into one person. But like somehow worse actor than John Stamos. <laughs> That's a John Stamos, thank you. Oh, Luke Perry is a gem, and I'm so sad he's no longer with us. And I oh. just found out he's on Riverside, and I would have watched that show much earlier if I had known that. Oh, yeah, you get some Riverside. That's good. Oh. oh. He just got right in the mouth. Oh, he's the best. Yeah, he is a good dog. Oh, my God. And he has a thousand times more charisma than any of these people on this show. Who, who, Perry Stamos? No, the dog. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Perry Stamos has no charisma. I was worried that you were advocating for Perry Stamos. No, Perry Stamos here is rough and also looks like he has never slept. <laughs> he is exhausted. <laughs> like, I know cops are supposed to look tired, but, like, that bro looks like he has never slept. Is that a wink? Oh. Thanks, though. Yeah, so sometimes they make her flirt with what's her name, and then sometimes they make her flirt with him. Oh, the dog tore up her apartment. She's going to be pissed. Is that what happened? Yeah. That is a big tear up. Yeah. Yep. She's going to go, Joe Friday, and that's how the show is going to end. <laughs> like, <laughs> it looks like. It looks like a bomb went off in this apartment. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that that little dog could do that much damage in. Isles brought her a turtle. A tortoise, a tiny tortoise. Is she keeping the dog too? A tortoise and a dog? It seems like a lot for Rizzoli. It does seem like too much responsibility for one person. A tortoise and a dog. How did the dog knock like the painting off the wall? But yeah, I, I, I honestly, I thought that like this was the killer was trying to scare her. Maybe it was the killer was trying to scare her. I can't tell. I don't want to make out with this dog though. Well, yeah, they are cute. She just got in her face, mouth to mouth, and said, "Where do you want me to start?" <laughs> and like suggestively snapped that glove at the same time. Yeah. He did, absolutely. <laughs> oh, it is a crime scene. It wasn't from the dog. It it really would have been better if they had gone, Joe Friday, and then there was a like weird laugh track, and that's how it ended. High five, and it freeze frames in the high five. Right. <laughs> Come on, Joe Friday. Aw, Joe Friday. <laughs> I can't believe that that was the show that they put out and then people were like, let's make more of them. Let's make more of these. I know. Sometimes I'm like, how did we decide to make more of these, you guys? Let's keep going. It's fine. I am in the fourth season of Sons of Anarchy. I've been watching it for like a week straight. I have no idea what is happening and I cannot stop watching it. Is it good? No. Okay. No. It's... I, didn't know if I didn't understand. 
it's, I mean, it's just, like, one of those, like, I need some noise, and, like, they're distracting, yeah. so it's fine. And I sort of think I pinpointed it last night. It, inside, I am a, I'm a, I'm a large gay bear on my mm-hmm. inside. And they look like gay bears, but they're not. Yeah. And maybe they'd want to have sex with me. <laughs> yeah. Because they're, like, big burly biker dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a, have you watched Ozark? I haven't, but I heard it's really good. There is a there is a closeted uh, bear, and I'm I'm very nervous about what is going to happen in his timeline because it seems like this is a world where th- nice things don't happen to vulnerable people. Oh, that's uh, good. But uh, it's still he's a and he's he's like if one of the Sons of Anarchy w- w- or one of the guys in that show was actually gay. That's amazing. Which, yeah, totally. Yeah, see, I go I go to Blackstones, and somehow I'm not their type, and it's, like, really disheartening, and, like, you know, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Come on, just know that this is good. Did you see that? Did you see the, the someone just posted a, 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 like, Phil Cormier posted this thing on Facebook, and it was a movie he had lit, like, 20 years ago, and it's a, it's a Halloween, it's, like, a gay Halloween, like, kind of cute quasi horror movie that no. was shot in Maine. It's like it's like 30 minutes long and there's a there's a scene at Blackstones. Oh my god, I love that. I'll send you the link. It's pretty send me great. The link. It's That's like amazing. Remarkably good. It could be a it could very easily be a like a short you'd see on Shutter or something like that. Right. Right, which I love that kind of stuff. It's so much fun. Yeah, me too. Thank you. That was a, a ridiculous blast of terribleness. That was awesome. Thank you so much for allowing me to revisit Rizzoli and Isles and, and know see that, that I won't do it again, probably. No, I can't believe that's what you watched at the gym. I just watched the Food Network. <laughs> yeah, I, I, so it's similar. It's like I like a particular cadence and pace to the things I listen to while I'm at the gym and like that's cop funny. shows. Are for it. That sounds, yeah, I, it's probably because I don't have any form of like cable and haven't in a really long time. And so yeah. like, I'm like, Ooh, I miss the food network. So that's yeah. where I watch it is the gym, which Fair. is helpful. Yeah. <laughs> to the whole process. I'm like, I tried to leave here and just reverse course. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it all balances out. It's fine. It's fine. All right, cool. I have a couple of quick folks that I need to thank for helping us out on Patreon. And if you would like to be a Patreon supporter, you can do that at patreon.com, patreon.com forward slash pilot lights. I have April, Helen, Jill, Casey, Kendra, Sailor, Skip, and fucking Russ guy as my supporters. So thank you guys so much. I appreciate oh. it. They're awesome. And they keep That's awesome. 